0: what's going on everybody welcome back to spoiler reels if you're new to the podcast welcome to spoiler reels i'm your host my name is angel and today we have ourselves a somewhat brand new film i think it came out about i want to say about two weeks ago i'm sure we'll get to it in a little bit here um, so if you are new to the podcast, make sure you guys check out my Instagram, subscribe, like, do all that stuff. Basically, uh, my Instagram page is spoiler underscore reels. Uh, that's where I put all the content out there, where I basically put what I've re- previously recorded. Um, that's also around this uh, the page where you guys can send me messages and let me know if you you know if you want me to let you guys know whether it's a recommendable film or not without being spoiled and stuff like that i'd be more than happy to do to do that um, but once you do watch the movie come back and check out the uh, the episode and see if you agree or disagree with my review or my rating for that film and so as if you've already seen the title of the uh, episode Again, spoilers everywhere. So, if you don't want anything spoiled, listen to this episode uh, after you have seen the film. So, uh, with that being said, let's get started. (laughs) And now we're pleased to win our feature presentation. Alright, the movie we'll be talking about here is The Invitation. i seen this movie actually, I want to say about a week, about a week ago or so. And for some reason I just did not have the time to uh, watch the film. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, record the, the uh, podcast for it. Um, but now that I do... Uh, I feel like it might be a, might be a little bit too late, maybe, for people who have already seen it, and maybe I don't know, maybe they liked it, maybe they didn't like it. Um, but I'm here to basically tell you whether it's worth it or not here. So, uh, IMDb gave it a 5.4 out of 10. Of course, you guys already know. I'll give you guys my rating uh, at the end of at the end of the uh, review. And Tomatoes is at 23%. The Metacritic, 45%. This was released on August 26, 2022, so about, yeah, about a week or two already. Uh, this is directed by Jessica M. Thompson. This is distributed by Sony Pictures and produced by Emily Gladstone. Uh, this, it stars Thomas Doherty, Doherty as Walter, Natalie uh, Emmanuel as Evie, Stephanie Cornelius as Victoria, Alan Alana Bowden, as Lucy, Hugh Skinner as Oliver, and let me try to open up the no oh, I guess it won't let me there all right, but basically those are the main heavy hitters there for you. Let's see the So, The Invitation is a 2022 American Supernatural horror film directed by Jessica M. Thompson, written by Blair Butler. Uh, Okay, so it doesn't really explain much there. Let's get to the Wikipedia here. And we'll go from there. There is a Wikipedia for it. Wow. Is there? Oh, there it is. All right. So, let's see the full... Cast here. Yeah, Walter, Victoria, Lucy, and Courtney Taylor as Grace, Hugh Skinner as Oliver Alexander, and Sean Pertwee as Mr. Field. Uh, the budget of this movie was 10 million. The box office as of now is 19.7 million. So technically they made their money and then some. Uh, but in a way, it's not. Uh, it's not like a a success in a way you could say Uh, let's see originally titled The Bride the project was under production of Sam Raimi and Robert Tappert's ghost house uh, pictures with Butler writing the script however Raimi and Tappert exited due to scheduling conflicts oh man had this movie I had no idea but had this movie been a lot this movie would have been a lot more different if Sam Raimi was behind that camera. This movie would have had... Because I, when I saw it, I was like... Throughout the movie, I was like, this movie has the potential to be so much more. And for some reason, it kind of fell flat a little bit for me. It had its moments here and there, but it fell flat for sure throughout the film. And had Sam Raimi stayed for this film... This film would have been so much better. I I had no idea Sam Raimi Raimi was attached to this project. And now that I do know, I can see why this movie had a lot of potential and fell flat. Oh, man. Uh, By 2020, the film's director, producer, and new title were announced. Casting occurred from May to October 2021, with filming beginning that September in Budapest. All right. Let's, uh, so yeah, the budget, yeah, $10 percent Yeah, it's, it, it's like, it's a whatever kind of film, basically, and I can see why, because while I was watching this film, and to be honest with you guys, when I watched the, the, the trailers, from what I remember, because I, I tried to watch the trailer like maybe once or twice and then that's it because i try not to watch too much because then it kind of it it kills the, the the element of surprise when you go to the movie theater you're like oh shit like i saw this at the trailer like i know exactly what's gonna happen and this is why i feel like hollywood should scale back on the on the uh on the trailers but unfortunately they don't because they feel like the more they show, the more uh, seats will be filled, and honestly, it's like the exact opposite, it's like we already know exactly what the movie is about, and what's going to happen, just by the trailers alone, you you want to leave it a bit mysterious, you know, but unfortunately, they don't do that, and it just, it just completely kills the whole movie experience at the theater, and I feel like they I, I feel like they should definitely scale back on the movie trailers because they give out way too much. Real quick, this has nothing to do with this movie, but for instance, like that movie, uh, "Pray for the Devil" or something like that. Like they showed so much on those commercials. Like we already, they even showed a scene where the lady actually gets gets possessed. So when we go and see that movie, in our minds we're like we already know this chick's going to get possessed it's inevitable so any 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 uh shock value is out the window basically and it it just it it, it ruins the element of surprise it ruins everything throughout the film and more than likely that movie's just going to be you know, you watch it and you're like, "All right, whatever." We've seen some of the scenes in the trailers. It's not going to be scary. We already know what's going to happen because we've seen the fact that this person is going to get possessed by the devil. So, there's you know, you 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 don't leave much uh, surprise at all in in movies anymore, and that's why I feel like movies are just are they're not what they used to be that's what i'm trying to say and i just feel like they should really scale back on the trailers but all right that's that's my two cents there let's get to the back to the invitation here uh let's get to the plot here so in new york city struggling artist evelyn evie jackson supports herself by waitressing for a catering company after getting a dna kit at an at an event she worked at evie an orphan whose mother recently died since the kit in She soon receives the results that she has extended family in England and is messaged by her cousin Oliver Alexander who suggests that they meet. Evie is quickly charmed by the harmlessly eager Oliver who tells Evie about the scandal of her great-grandmother Emmeline Alexander who, while engaged to be married, had an affair with a black footman and had a secret child. Oliver invites Evie to an upcoming family wedding in England, so she can meet everyone and Evie agrees after she after he sends her a first class ticket so we immediately know who evie's about what she's about um that wikipedia doesn't mention, but um she also lost her father, so she has no family members whatsoever, and throughout the film uh she just tries to find, uh, she wants, she wants to find family, she wants to be a part of a family throughout this film, that's like what she kind of eagers throughout the film, here's my main thing, what I got, when I was watching this film, what I got was vibes of Get Out meets Ready or Die, uh, what was that, uh, Ready or Not, I'm sorry, Ready or Not. It's a mixture between those two, Get Out and Ready or Not. It's a mixture of those two uh, movies, and you add it into this film, and that's what you get, basically, in this one here, because her extended family in England are all white, and she's black. and uh, So throughout the film, you get that certain scene like you did in the movie Get Out, where the guy, the main character he's black and he's surrounded by full white people. And in this film, it's quite the op, it's kind of not the opposite. I'm sorry. It's basically the same thing. She's the only one that's black surrounded by white people. And so do you get that? But then you get this rich family psychotic kind of thing that rich people do, I guess. Um, And you get that from ready or not. And you add that element into this film. And that's kind of the film that you're kind of, looking towards. As I mentioned, in the trailers, I had no idea. Spoilers, obviously. I had no idea this movie was a vampire movie. We later find out it's a vampire movie and uh, I had no idea in the trailer, so to me, personally, that was a bit of a surprise, which I did like. I'm trying to remember, like I said, I only watched the trailers maybe twice. After that, I didn't bother watching it anymore because I knew I was going to watch it. So... I I stayed away from watching trailers. Whether I was at the movie theaters, I just try to like not look at it or anything like that, and and move on from it. Or you know, like on my phone, or you know, from watching TV. I try to avoid the the trailers because I wanted to, I want to go in to the movie as you know blindly as I can, you know, without seeing too much of the parts of the film. So, but. I did like that element of a surprise, at least in my opinion. I thought that was pretty cool. Evie arrives at a gorgeous estate in the English countryside and is charmed by the handsome lord of the manor, Walter DeVille. Evie is welcomed by her new family with her eagerly open arms and made a guest of honor. During the night, new maids begin to go missing as they are attacked by shadowy figures throughout the house, and Evie has nightmares about Emmeline killing herself so this is scene uh, in the beginning of the movie it shows um like i said kind of like ready or not in the movie ready or not we have it starts out this movie of this guy like running away from this mansion and when i ends up getting killed but in this one she kills herself because she did not want to be a part of this family it's kind of like I, i'm saying that they this movie Had Sam Raimi been in this movie, this would have been different and would have done a bit differently while adding those kind of elements. But the subtlety of it would have been so much better. And this one, you can completely tell it's being ripped off. And uh, so we get we get that scene right there. And then uh, the maids, they basically show up with numbers on their on their uniform uniform. And then one by one, eventually, because this movie, even though it is a vampire movie, we don't see that they're vampires basically towards the end of the third act. By the third act is when we find out they're vampires. So the first two acts, it's a very slow, steady story, love story between Evie and Walter throughout the film because Walter is trying to convince Evie to stay because he needs her to stay in order for the bloodline to continue or whatever the hell it is um it's a ritual thing so they they need her to to you know be okay with this this ritual so we get this whole love story for the first two acts. So it's basically a slow steady, slow, steady story throughout the film and we get a few uh, jump scares here and there to kind of you know to kind of continue the story this love story while adding these horror elements at the same time. and then at the third act, give us the fact that it's a fucking vampire movie. But by the first two acts, We're already kind of out of the fucking film. Because you're not giving us much besides this dark element. Which we have no idea what's going on. You're leaving us clueless here. So it just doesn't make sense at the same time. Like I get you're trying to give us this horror element. But at the same time you're not letting us know exactly what this horror element is. So there's that. Uh, Evie is invited to take part in pre-wedding activities with the two maids of honor. The uh, condescending and sarcastic Victoria and the bubbly puppyish Lucy. Victoria upsets Evie and plants doubts in her mind about Walter, leading Evie to discover that Walter had a background check run on, on Evie before her arrival. Evie confronts Walter about it and threatens to leave, but the two reconcile and have sex. <laughs> this is how she know this is how you know as far as a viewer that she's vulnerable. how vulnerable she is throughout the film of how desperately she wants a family that she can feel belong to because once you lose your father and your mom, you're basically on your own. Oh, and also by the way, the other thing that I I feel like they, they took a, a piece of the movie get out is the, her, uh, Evie's friend is this, this, this lady that, um, she plays that guy from the movie get out like the, um, that rent-a-cop guy, she basically plays that part and kind of tells her, you got to be careful, it's full of white people and all this and that, you got to be careful, you're black, they're white, la la la, all that stuff, basically the same shit that we have heard in the movie Get Out. So you get, that's what I'm saying, that's why I felt like I got those vibes, it's it's Get Out means Ready or Not kind of film, so... And, of course, throughout the movie, she talks to her, FaceTimes her, uh, texts her letting her know that she's still alive and everything like that, that everything's still going well. And I was like, okay, you're just copying Get Out. So, like, I'm like, come on, man. Like, And then this is why I was like, so, like, where is the originality of you in this film? And I'm like looking through and looking through it, but eventually it feels like it's just they just they were just copying both of those movies throughout the whole film. And it just sucks because even though both of those films aren't vampires, that was that's basically the little twist that they throw at us. It's like, well, it's a vampire movie. We just added those two elements of the movies into this one and add, added that vampire twist to it. And I'm like, okay, but you didn't you added that at the third act you could have at least added, alluded something about vampire stuff towards the end of the first act, heading to the second, kind of leaving us wanting more as to, like, you know, holy shit, she's surrounded by vampires, but she doesn't know it. But at least for us us as viewers, we could have been like, holy shit, she's surrounded by vampires and she doesn't know it. But we don't get that at all. And it just... The reason, the reason why everybody was like, even uh, even myself, I'm like, holy shit, it's a vampire movie. But by the third act, we're, we're already like over it at this point. By this time, because of the story plot and the way you decided to make this movie the first two acts go, by this point, we don't care anymore. And you 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 fucked that, all that up and then the third act to a point where like, oh, it's a vampire movie, alright, let's get to it, and it just, it's, so, yeah, yeah, let's continue, Evie comes down, uh, downstairs for a masquerade dinner, expecting to finally meet the bride and groom, Walter stands and announces that he and Evie will be wed, and one of the maid's throats is slit, pouring her blood into a punch bowl, It is revealed that Walter is a vampire and the three families made a covenant to provide him with three wives, one from each family, in exchange for prosperity, protection and power. The Alexander family had produced only boys since the birth of Emmeline, and were thrilled that the discovery of Evie meant that they could once again fulfill their contract to provide Walter with a bride of their line. Victoria and Lucy are Walter's existence. Existing existing vampire brides and the pair take Evie down into a cellar to prepare her for an upcoming nuptials. Nuptials? Nuptials? Despite Evie's pleas, they lock her into a coffin and leave her there for the night. Evie is freed in the morning by her lady's maid, Miss Miss Swift, who basically throughout the film you can tell that she feels remorse, she feels regrets, she feels pity. For Evie throughout the film. It's like you know that. You want to root for Miss Swift. Because Miss Swift is actually trying to do the right thing. And you can tell throughout the movie. Like like some of the looks that she gives. And everything like that. Like her attitude at times. You can tell that that Miss Swift is trying to protect Evie. And escapes where she knocks on someone's door. Begging for help. The elderly couple quickly dial the phone ostensibly for help, but they are loyal to the Alexanders and Evie is brought back to the mansion. The dazed and confused Evie exchanges vows with Walter and bites his uh, proffered arm, consuming his blood and transforming into a half-vampire with fangs and pointed fingernails. Instead of completing the blood exchange, Evie sets the waiting chapel on fire, stabs Walter, and runs off to the foyer. An enraged Victoria chases after Evie, but the younger Lucy attacks her. The two brides fight each other before Lucy impales with Victoria and herself onto a spear, killing them both. Evie is chased by Walter, who tries to choke her. However, Evie breaks free and kicks him, pushing him into the growing fire, killing him and avenging her great-grandparents. As he finally dies, she reverts back to human form and flees a burning manor. Two weeks later, Evie arrives in London, where she and her friend Grace from home see Oliver entering Alexander Realty. They proceed to follow him in the intention of getting revenge, but then the movie's over. Okay. It, there's just so many problems with this movie it's just crazy how this movie has so much potential yet they fall flat on it and and, and not to mention we, we've been wanting to need at least myself and people who are fans of vampire movies like we need vampire movies because so far like I, I'm not a fan of Twilight so I don't care for those but like before that was like Thirty Days of Night, uh, the Blade movies. Um, uh, what's what's that one? Uh, Fright Night, you know stuff. Movies like that. I'm sure I'm missing other ones, but I, you you get where I'm going. And uh, this one just completely fell flat on it. And it, it's just that third act when we find out that she's so into about vampires because the maids throughout the movie are being taken away uh by like this evil entity that this that we don't know who it is or obviously we find out it's Walt because he's that vampire and he's just taking the the, the, the maids one by one and uh and then when we find out that, you know, he's a vampire and that he's trying to wed her to be the next the next bride and whatnot. Here here's here's my here's my thing. So Eve Evie decides to say, Okay, yeah, I'm gonna do this, whatever. But she has a plan all along, obviously. And the thing is is that these vampires are practically blade. They in the movie they mention the fact that sun sunlight does not affect these vampires because throughout the movie we see them walk around through sun. So they don't they don't get burnt. They don't get none of that shit. They say that it's a that's a fairy tale. What can kill them is fire and a state to the heart. So the sun's out the window. So there's that. This is why Walter and Evie are able to exchange words during sunlight, basically. And so I was like, okay, fine. Can we bypass it? Sure. If you want, just to kind of for the sake of the film. All right, whatever. My biggest problem, honestly, is how easily, easily Evie is able to defeat Walt. Walt has Walter. Walter has been living, I think, like hundreds of years. I'm talking like hundreds, five hundred years, maybe a thousand years. Who knows? I, I can't remember, but it's over at least five hundred years. So he's seen it all. He's been through it all. All that shit. For him to be defeated so easily... By Evie who had just transformed into a vampire. Who has... Who should have no idea how to like... Use any of this vampire skills. Yet she somehow is able to transform from a vampire to non-vampire. Like... You know, grow the fangs and then put them right back, the nails, everything. Like she already somehow immediately knows how to do all this shit. And is able easily able to defeat Walter. You would think Walter would have uh would have the advantage over her for living hundreds and hundreds of years as a vampire, but yet he is defeated by a fucking vampire who just transformed within the hour. It just—it's crazy. She was able to defeat these other vampires like Victoria. Well, the reason, but like she didn't really defeat Victoria. Like that's another thing. She didn't even defeat Victoria. Victoria was defeated by uh, Lucy, her her uh, her lover. They both killed each other because she was tired of uh, of Victoria always uh, uh, treating mistreating her. And I was like, dude, that's a hell of a hell of a timing to, to do this right now. And I guess Lucy just said, fuck it, because Lucy throughout the movie she did have a somewhat of a pretty good relationship with Evie. They did like uh, like each other and everything. Like Victoria is the only one that always kind of sassed her and gave her attitude towards Evie and Evie immediately did not like Victoria. But um but Lucy did. And it just it's just so fucking weird. Now I will say this this movie did have some pretty good shots throughout the film as far as cinematography goes. Some of the scenes were actually really shot well in this film. Uh for one of one that kind of stuck out for me was when uh Walter when Evie drank Walter's blood through on the on on his hand while they were uh to be wed. Um you see that uh you see that he's a bit a bit weakened. And I guess that's why a lot of, a lot of people will say, well he was weak. That's why B V was able to defeat. No, no, no. I, I don't buy it. I don't buy that shit. That makes no fucking sense. And uh <laughs> so and we get this shot where Walter is like crawling on the side of the walls and like it's like dim lidded and everything and you just see him kind of crawling. Like, the the dim-lidded light hits him, and then it kind of goes away a little bit, and he goes back into the dark. I thought shots like that were really, really good. Um, and, and this movie, as I mentioned, this movie definitely had that potential. As Outside of the cinematography, this movie felt very, very flat. And it just it just sucks that that this movie kind of left us in the dark throughout the whole film because they want us to focus more on this love story between Walter and Evie, and still kind of throw a little a little uh, jump scares here and there. But those jump scares don't make sense if we don't know what kind of film we're looking at. Like what is if you could have, if you could have. I get they wanted to surprise us the fact that it's a vampire movie. But if you can't give us glimpses here and there on it, we have no idea. Because to me, in the trailers, the trailers made it look like she is surrounded by this rich cultist. I had no idea there were vampires. Maybe <laughs> I might have missed it in the trailers. I might have missed it in the trailers. I have no idea what, what, but I thought it was like these rich people looked like a cultist and were threatening her or whatever. So come to find out that they're vampires, I'm like, oh, okay, they're vampires. But in the first scene and second scene, they made it just look like a uh, not-vampire movie. They just made it seem like uh, uh uh evil presence was surrounding this film, but we had no idea, and it just to me at least it kind of threw me off and uh and that is why at the end of the movie, it's like oh they're vampires, but you just don't care anymore because how slow paced this movie was with the love story that you just even without even with the jump scares by the third act the people had had like we're already over it we're over it you you fucking lost us by the second act you have lost us already because we're like what is this we have no idea anymore and it just it just it completely threw us off now is it the worst movie I've seen no not at all not not at all this like I said this movie had the potential unfortunately it just fell flat And then, of course, at the end of the movie, you get this cliche kind of thing where it's like Evie and her friend uh, find um, uh, Oliver, and uh, they're basically going towards uh, the Alexander Realty uh, uh, building, and then the movie ends right there and then. So, I'm assuming there will be a part two of this movie. Do we want a part two? Honestly, I'm good. I'm good on it. I, I don't think there I don't think there will and honestly, from the looks of it of the box office, I don't think there'll be a part two. And that's another thing. You leave us with this ending thinking that us viewers will want more. We don't want more. We're good. We're good on this one. We're good. Don't bother. Just leave it how it is, and we'll move on from it, so, yeah, unfortunately, guys, this movie, from the, and I guess I wasn't expecting too much out of this film, even with the trailers, I was like, okay, sure, whatever, I'll check it out, of course, I'm going to check it out, you know, I want to watch these, I'm going to watch movies as much as movies as I can at the movie theater, I'm going to watch it, and also for the sake of the podcast, so, of course, I watched it, was my ex- expectations high? Not really. From the looks of it, not really. Now I will say this: uh, Natalie Emmanuel is a really good actress. I actually think she's a good actress. She was just stuck on a stupid script, so I'm not faulting Natalie Emmanuel at all whatsoever. Who plays Evie, the main character, the main uh, actress of the film? Uh, I'm not blaming her. I think she's actually a pretty good actress. Uh, I actually do, I I do like how she acts and everything, and I wouldn't mind seeing her in in better roles, but this one, to me, I felt just, as much as she tried, this movie just felt too flat here, so, uh, I'm trying to see if I'm missing anything else that I can mention here, um, no, that's, that's pretty much fucking it, uh, yeah, I don't know if you're, if, if us right, I don't know if I mentioned, but Miss Swift ends up dying for betraying the uh the family and gets uh fucking a butcher through her head, um, which uh we don't see. And that's oh, I, actually that's another thing. This movie's PG thirteen. Had this movie be rated R, this movie probably would have been so much better. It would have been so much better if this was rated R. It's a vampire movie. And I get it that you're trying to put people on the seats and whatnot. But come on, man. PG-13, really? We don't really, like, we just see that she got hacked on her face. But we don't see that it actually happens. And it just, I feel like this movie was a hit and and a miss kind of film. You know, with the story plot, some of the characters being that it's PG-13 instead of rated R it just knocked a a peg down for it, for me so uh let's get to the my rating here so i'm going to give it a 6 out of 10 uh, so it's borderline it really is borderline it's 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 not bad as much as i'm kind of talking it down on, on this movie it's just borderline to me it's take it or leave it don't rush to watch it at the movies uh, just wait if you if you were interested in this movie uh, and you didn't care that I spoiled it and for for the most part you don't care that you, you still want to watch it great um, wait till it hits at the where you can stream it I don't know whether whether it be Netflix HBO max paramount plus whatever the hell <laughs> Whatever it could be, just rent it. Just make sure it's not one of those like, uh, twenty dollars to rent it. No, fuck all that. Then really, really wait till it drops for like three ninety nine or some shit. Then watch it. So it's okay, guys. It's nothing, nothing to brag about. Uh, definitely won't make my um top ten best. I don't think it'll make my top ten worst either. So uh like that's why I meant that's why I put it at six because I think it's just borderline. Uh so it's it's like a take it or leave it kind of film for you guys. It is a vampire movie, so if you are into vampire movies, check it out if you like, but uh lower expectations. Uh, all right, guys, that is it for my review for the invitation. Uh, let me know in the comments if you agree or disagree with me. Uh, did you like this movie? Did you not? Uh, let me know if I missed anything or, or or whatever. Just let me know on, on my Instagram page, uh, spoiler underscore reels. That's where, I'll as I mentioned, that's where I put all my content there, so... Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it, guys. Uh, I'll catch you guys on the next episode.